0: welcome everyone hopefully there's some people in here right now if you're in here jump in the chat if you're watching this in the future let me know that you're watching it in the future today's topic of conversation is asking the question do all around riders still exist this was inspired by dustin reese on a facebook post which i suppose i should bring up right now but he asked the question if all around riders still existed said guys who were just as good at every aspect of riding flatland street park dirt vert and would enter every discipline at contest and uh, there was more questions in this status on Facebook asking about if there was anyone under 30 who could compete in all disciplines or was an all-around rider enough to compete in all disciplines I thought this was a perfect topic of conversation to bring into one of these discussions this is less of a question because i feel like we can definitively answer that this that all-around riders definitely do still exist but i don't think that they exist on a level where they could compete in contests so a given rider could compete in park street dirt vert and flatland and still be able to compete like in Hold their ground. And I feel like there's several reasons for that. The title is misspelled. Oh Jesus, what did I do? What did I do? Well, misworded. Does the all around rider still exist? All around No, it's not misworded at all. Anyways. So I think we should start at the beginning. Hopefully there's some people in here, but I feel like uh, my chat is a good, good representation of the time period this kind of talks about. Um, Also, we've got, is it, there it is. We've got Dave Muir up here because I feel like he is a perfect example of someone who is the all-around rider who could do everything. I think we should take it way back to the beginning and just say that, Things are a lot different now. I feel like uh, flatland is hard, exactly. But I feel like there's several reasons why there aren't as many all around riders today as there might have been in the past. Josh Harrington. So Josh Harrington is another good example. He's older. So all these guys who are all around riders are older. And the reason that they're older is because they were. Or I feel like they were around. I can't say. Okay, so we should get this out of the way. I'm only 25 years old. I wasn't around for all of this, so I can't. So I can't speak by experience. But what I feel like the reason would be why there's not as many all-around riders is that these people who are riding in the 90s, late 90s, and early early 2000s. Dennis Anderson is the man but can he ride flatland and and he is one of those people who's like an enigma because he's just he's the best and that's what I'm going to get to in a little bit But, but what I'm trying to say is that the riders who are in the 90s 2000s these guys are coming up and riding in a time where everything becomes popular maybe even include the 80s in this but but there's phases where because everything is so new you've got the phases of vert and flatland and park and street and dirt and all of it's happening in this span of time and it it becomes popular and what everyone is doing and riding everything and then you also have the uh you also have the concept of the fact that when you were riding back then, there was no social media. The only way you contacted people was with a home phone. So if there was another rider, you rode with them and it didn't matter. And you guys just rode what you rode because that's there weren't other options, I feel. I feel like I need to get on point. I'm not as pointed as I could be with this conversation. Hopefully there's some people in here that can jump in. With the conversation. I saw Kevin in there. We talked last night on the phone. But I feel like 20, 30 years ago, everything was had its turn being popular. And the difference between that today is that Vert hasn't been popular probably since Mira and all of those guys were riding Vert so and the the virtually non-existence of vert ramps there's not very many the closest vert ramp to me is two and a half hours three hours so vert is just not acceptable kevin we're gonna get to there i promise i wanted to talk about how i wanted to talk about the popularity of things and that's why i'm kind of scatterbrained because i have so much i want to talk about um but there's there's just vert ramps aren't accessible and flatland is so hard and there's not as many people who do it that people it takes a special kind of person who to learn how to ride flatland on their own with no one to ride with we're i guess flatland riders in this area are lucky that they have it's Changa 2 with Scott one of the owners of Changa and people like Trevor and there's several other Flatland guys in the Cleveland area. So there could be a Flatland scene there, but somewhere where there's no Flatland riders, there's just there's no way someone's going to do that. And then you've got with what's popular today, the street riding is popular. We have we went through a park riding phase like 5 years ago, so people people can Or not, people can, but people who have been riding since the park riding phase was, since park riding was cool for a little while there, they've got the park and the street aspects of it. But vert hasn't been cool, and flatland hasn't been cool for people to do it. Are okay, so Dustin Reese is in here now, the originator of this idea. He says, are there more all around riders, but they only showcase a discipline they know of for sponsors. To show, as opposed to showing every aspect of their riding, that's that's a good question as well. And not, I mean, that's something that I feel like only people who know specific people who are pros and are all and are well-rounded would could have the answer to. I mean, I guess there's people like Biz Jordan who is also older and came up at a time when things were circulating in popularity and we're talking everyone please obviously older riders are there are older riders who are well-rounded and all-around bike riders we've got people in the chat just listing all these older riders who are well-rounded all-around riders Um, but what i'm saying is that people like biz jordan He came up riding trails but no one who's younger would know that because all he showcases is street and that's one thing i think dustin you're right that street or you're right to ask that question i think there's definite merit there because street is something that is what's popular right now and in order to be or in order to be a professional you have to appeal to the mainstream and the mainstream is street so I mean, riders can show whatever they want to on Instagram, but a flatland line or riding trails from someone isn't going to get the same kind of attention that street riding is. And that's why there aren't like DVD parts that are coming out with all types of riding from like huge big name riders. It's mostly street and the all street video part is what's hailed to as normal right now. Um, Adam Ortiz, I cannot ride flatland i mean i i will i've tried to ride flatland but i'm just dinking around it's not anything serious and i can't do any crazy spins or anything like that but someone says that flatland is a different sport it's its own thing i mean it's still bikes flatland is still bikes but it's definitely okay so let's let's transition into something that kevin was talking about <sighs> Um, So he says, Flatland is a different sport. And Kevin was talking about how, let me scroll up to it. He says, during the time that we were talking about earlier, things did not have the chance to branch off into heavily specific niches. So that's another aspect of BMX. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, early 90s, BMX was still like growing and progressing at a rate where people could get into bmx and they could they could learn pretty quickly and oh geez i minimized my chat sorry i'm just dragging over here you guys are distracting me from my points so 30 years ago riding was not pushed and progressed as far as it is today so to bring up the concept of a well rounded all around BMX rider who can compete in contests is totally different back then than it is today because things are so pushed and things are so far progressed that in order for someone to even be able to compete at any sort of level, I mean, look at any amateur contest, it's insane. It doesn't matter if it's Parker Street, it's crazy. In order to be able to compete in that, you've had to have been riding for quite a while. So if you take that to the flatland level, it's, I don't know flatland specifically, but I'm sure it's progressed a lot since the nineties too. So it's another one of those things you have to spend years and years learning how to ride flatland to be able to compete and be competent in a contest. Then you look at vert in order to compete in vert. You have to be a pro because there are no amateur vert anything because there's not enough people riding vert to even do that. So the concept of an all-around BMX rider who could compete in everything, who hasn't been riding since the late 90s, 2000, you just haven't been around long enough to get to a level where you could compete in everything. <clears throat> Let's see. Some uh, I'm trying to read the chat. So a lot of people were talking about when they started riding and back in the day. When I started riding one week, was a dirt contest and the next week was a ramp contest and the same riders at both exactly so now okay we've got riders who are doing dirt jumping contests not necessarily like trails where they're jumping a bunch of jumps in a row and there's transfers and all this stuff but there are dirt jumping contests and then there's park contests and you've got some of the same people doing those contests then you've got flatland contests where the level of riding is so far progressed that the people who are doing these dirt jumping contests wouldn't be able to keep up with the other dirt jump riders or dirt crazy trick riders if they were competing in flatland and focusing their energy there kevin says people progress but not at the speed of today photos versus video parts versus internet versus insta clips modern riders grew up with the ability to find what type of bmx they like dissect it absolutely You're definitely right. And that's another aspect of things is that the media that was available 30 years ago, you had to be searching. Like, you had to, you had to, like, search for something to watch because there wasn't as much of it as today and it wasn't as easily accessible. And when you got a hold of something like this, I mean, I wasn't around for this, so I'm just talking from people that I've talked to recently and whatnot. But when you did get a hold of something, it was people like Mira and jay Miron and those guys who were well-rounded riders and when that's what you see in the media that you can find and consume that's what you're going to be influenced by and that's why more people would be inclined to ride everything but now everything is available to everyone so you can pick what you're watching pick what you like and then you choose from that so you can be influenced by specific niche riders And not just someone who rides everything let's bring the chat back flatland i don't feel has to be spinning anymore why couldn't someone do a nose manual 360 to 540 half cab tail whip and be just as good if done on the same surface that's a question to ask the judges of flatland contests and people who actually ride flatland i feel like there might be a purist aspect to it there but yes flatland is On flat ground to me but I'm not a flatland rider so I feel like flatland riders might have a different point of view now you know if something within minutes of it happening versus seeing a still photo and waiting for the video to drop absolutely another aspect of it I think things are just different now there are well-rounded BMX riders all over the place there are people who do it all and people who have fun with all of it but i think that the ability for people to go and compete in all disciplines is something that we won't see very much of people like dennis anderson could probably do it dennis anderson could probably go and be in a street park dirt and vert contest all in the same weekend. I don't know if he rides flatland whatsoever. But he could probably get really good at it. But Dennis Anderson is also a little bit older. <clears throat> so it's it's one of those things. It's like you have to have been riding for a certain amount of time. So I don't think there's going to be younger riders who are super well-rounded. Because they're not growing up in a time where a lot of people are well-rounded. Can we stop mentioning Steve McCann? Holy crap. I've read that name 50 times Steve McCann can ride it all we get it we're trying to have a productive conversation here so someone says Matthias Dandois is sick at flat and street absolutely wonder what he's what he's doing as far as park riding goes and whatnot I feel like it's so so niche and progressed that it's just Anyone can ride anything. I think the main focus that I wanted to get at with this conversation, because we can give an answer to it, do all-around riders still exist? Absolutely, they still exist. There's people who like who I ride with regularly, like Trevor Watchering. He rides flatland. He's very good at flatland. He rides park. He's very good at riding parks. He'll ride street. I haven't really ridden street with him very much, but I'm sure he would do good. Then you've got he would I'm sh- and he's tried to ride vert he's open to riding everything and that's kind of the point that i wanted to get to at this i feel like being concerned with well-rounded all-around riders who can compete at all of these things might not be the focus we should focus on but just the ability or willingness to ride everything being willing to go and do anything and everything and i think that <clears throat> I think that uh, five, six years ago, if you talk to any random person at a skate park, they would say that people, if you ask them versus today versus five, six years ago, I would say that people would think that five, six years ago, people weren't as open to trying different things, but they're not getting all around coverage. They get typecast, so to speak. And I think that's just because what's cool in BMX right now is a specific thing. And BMX is so small that you have to market to what's cool in order to be successful or to even sustain yourself as a company. If, some, if Fiend tomorrow went out and started promoting Flatland, people would be a little bit confused. Because Fiend is known as a street brand. That's a good point. The willingness. It's odd to see kids there saying, I don't ride blank. I think that's always going to be a thing <laughs> just because certain things are scary. <clears throat> I used to not ride trails because I was scared of it. I used to not really want to ride street because I was a little bit scared of it. But now, as I've gotten older and ride more and get more comfortable on the bike, I'm willing to ride anything and have fun with it. Except maybe vert. I'm really scared of vert. (laughs) Riding bowls is all that matters. You got it. When you live in a big city like LA, New York City, it's easy to leave your house to ride street than spending time taking public transportation to go to the park. Absolutely. Street is probably the easiest the most easily accessible type of riding that there is. And maybe that's part of why it's so big now. I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. While competing at the same level in all disciplines is tough, folks should push out to see what they can do. Definitely. Definitely. And I think the only reason that I'm, I'm talking about Competing and whatnot is because it was brought up in Dustin's Facebook post and it was a good topic of conversation. And I think that's kind of a good uh, gauge for where things might be at because in the 90s, people could compete in all disciplines in place. Maybe that's also because there weren't as many big name professional writers back then too. I hadn't thought about that. The less riders that there are, and the less professional top-level riders that there are, and if more of them are all-around riders, then of course most of them should be able to compete against each other in all the different contests. Uh, Tom Dugan said he's scared of Vert. Nuff said. There you go. Adam Reese says, I never understood not wanting to ride whatever you can if able that includes racing racing is another thing racing is another aspect we didn't even consider throughout the years okay a lot of you guys are older i'm really curious is there anyone in bmx that we can mention any names at all who at any point in time in their career in a single point in time could compete in every single thing racing dirt vert skate parks street flatland <laughs> is there anyone who could do it all and do well at it anyone i spend most time in park but last year i made an attempt to rat attempt at a few things wrote a flatland comp rode trails rode a bowl contest outside my element but lots of fun taj Someone says Taj, Joe Rich. So there are some people. Did Brian Foster ride Flatland? That's the kind of the thing that I don't know about. The thing about racing is how freaking tiring racing is. I've ridden on a BMX track a couple times, and man, by the time you're around the first corner, it's, it's too much. Dennis McCoy. So basically, we're talking about the same time period of people who are growing up in that era. That's interesting. Making a contest commitment to so many different levels at the level we ride and compete now is almost impossible. Yeah, Jeff, we kind of went over that a little bit. We can talk about it again, but yeah, we were saying how things have progressed so far that it's like impossible to get good enough at everything to be able to compete at it. So we say DMC, Coco, Zarita. Scotty Kramer, DMC is being said a lot. Jay Muron. These are all people too from a time where there weren't as many people within BMX as there is today. It's an interesting question to ask. Jay Muron Mini ramps and lit tricks is similar vibe to what Flatland used to be. How so? Well, I haven't been saying this at all through this live stream yet, but if you're watching this in the future, I want to hear from you in the comments. This is all for the com, not the comments, the conversation in the comments below between people so we can talk about these things and get a greater understanding for how everyone thinks and feels and just the general state of things. This is a little bit different than the normal stream of consciousness discussions that I do because it's less open-ended it's less of a question in the end because you can absolutely answer the question do all-around riders still exist and that answer is yes they do not at the same level that they used to but i think that's because things have changed but if you're watching this in the future leave your comments and thoughts below so that we can talk about these things matt hoffman everyone says dmc Used to be two disciplines: flat and vert. Good point on mini ramps. Hoffman is a vert rider. I wonder. I wonder if Dave Miro was a racer. Rick Malaturno, Malaturno raced. I don't know as much as I should, and I'll admit it. I've been too busy wanting to ride more than i wanted to learn about things dave did it all so dave mira could probably race and do everything dave mira obviously he's the best that's why he's the the picture on the screen he could probably race and do everything in a weekend and do well at it would a year end title inspire riders to branch out. I absolutely think that a Nora Cup for the most well-rounded BMX rider of the year could be a really great idea. And maybe we all maybe we all should go to I guess Nora Cup might not be a thing. Damn. Didn't think about that anymore or yet. <clears throat> if they decide to do some sort of Nora Cup type thing then maybe maybe we could talk to our BMX and get people, get them, maybe we could convince them to do some sort of number one well-rounded rider of the year. Especially if they buy Ride. Because if you guys haven't seen or heard the reasoning, it's still on hold. Dave could probably run a marathon too. Dave Miro will run a marathon on Friday. Wake up Saturday, win, park, then he'll go and get top three in vert, he'll get top three in street, then he'll go ride flatland and at least make finals, and then he'll go win a race Sunday night. Um, Thanks for hanging out, Colton. Uh, Chad Curley is known for street but can shred a park. Also, Hoffman was the first to do big street rails. Yeah, Chad Curley can definitely hold his own a skate park i think that most pros these days most guys who are at the top level can do most things maybe getting off topic but have the bikes gotten too specific to each discipline maybe some riders feel limited by the type of bike that they have is that a question to ask i mean yes a very aggressively designed bike for street is definitely not going to be the same feel as a in the trails as a bike that's designed for the trails but at the same time you've got people who are riding those very aggressive street and park bikes because I feel like park and street geometry is very similar those guys are riding those bikes on those big dirt jumps and stuff so they're able to ride them I definitely think that it's a good question to ask And another reason that things could be a little less rounded than they used to be. So it's not off topic at all. I think there aren't less all around riders. There's just less interested in interest in all around riders. If you want to stand out today, you have to specialize. That is a very good point. And we've kind of hit on that a little bit, but we didn't say that specifically. And I definitely think you're right that part of all around rider adaptation absolutely i think the main the main the moral of the story the main conclusion we want to come to with this is that we should focus on the willingness to try anything man my nose will not stop itching i'm sorry we should focus on people's willingness to just try and do everything you could even get more specific and ask does the all-around street rider still exist that's another topic to ask too same with park riders bmx has someone just said they things have spread out and i think that's good dude my nose will not stop itching i'm sorry i like how people like scotty kramer encourage people to be open and ride everything 100 percent and that's why i wore this shirt you're not a park street rider you're not a park rider you're not a dirt rider you're a bike rider this was the only shirt that i felt was appropriate to wear today for this live stream <clears throat> Ooh. why kill yourself on mega ramp or a 15 foot vert ramp when you can put a practically free street video part and get paid another question set your ride up like trevor watchings and ride whatever you want whenever you want like he does yeah yeah even park riders are grouped into categories box jumps guys tech guys etc you're 100 percent right bmx has just spread out so far and become so niche that it's it's one of those things that people are so specialized and progress things so far in so many different ways that another aspect that we might not have thought of on the same side of pros not showing that they're really good at riding park whenever they're street orientated riders is that some people don't put stuff out there for people to see like like I don't post riding trails all the time or I don't post doing box jump tricks really ever on my Instagram. So when people see me do it in person, they're like, whoa, I didn't know you could do that. And it's like, well, I mean, I can. I, I do it all the time. I just don't post about it. So people just don't know. So I think that's another aspect of it. <clears throat> I've been dirt jumping with a free coaster on a nowhere bike frame. That, in my opinion, makes me a somewhat all around rider that's that's an interesting thought how niche can we get how niche can we get let's find out that monster triple crown contest was kind of cool for that reason it wasn't a typical setup and people had to get creative and couldn't rely on one skill are you talking about the one that trey jones helped build the toyota triple challenge i think you mean toyota triple challenge and that that's why i praised that contest so much when i talked about it in the news video because it was set up in a way that people could just choose how they were going to ride i definitely think that we would be better off with more contests like that no worries mike i was just confused and thinking that i didn't know about a monster tripper crown contest i only ride street handrails must be round at a 27 degree angle more than more than five less than 12 stairs less left side only i ride as many styles as i can including mountain bike and road on occasion as a street rider i'm highly offended by your insensitive shirt the logo only assumes that street riders just ride sabrosa street rails you're totally right but what is more funny than having a street sabrosa street rail represent a street rider i thought it was hilarious when i was designing the shirt and i think it's the most easily uh recognizable thing so we're about 32 minutes into this and i think that we've covered a lot of what we need to cover does anyone want to add any more into this conversation is it possible that being bmx being a little all over the place and not solidly rooted in one field is why we have never captured the popularity that skateboarding has it's possible i also think that part of the reason that we haven't captured the popularity of that skateboarding has is because bmx is a little uh closed-minded <laughs> BMX. Whenever it comes to becoming mainstream, it's like it's it's one of those things uh, where if anyone does anything outside of the mainstream BMX or outside of the core BMX world, it's kind of a joke. Like when Austin Augie modeled on that Dior or whatever bike that was, and then he rode it and stuff, and everyone gave him crap for it. Because apparently BMX isn't something that we want everyone to see, or we don't want a BMX rider to be the one to model a BMX bike being sold by a huge name brand. BMX sellout is bad, skateboarding sellout is good. Selling out is another conversation that I'm going to have in one of these discussion videos, because. I'll just say it right now to get you guys uh, primed for the conversation. What is selling out? Define I feel like selling out, the definition of it is doing something you don't want to do for the outcome that comes of it. And when you bring it when you define it that way, I feel like there's quite a lot of people who have jobs that they don't want to do but they do it for the outcome that comes of it, because they have to pay their bills. Anyways though, what are your thoughts on Nigel Sylvester? I think it's sick that Nigel can make, be where he's at and doing what he's doing and get paid for it and be at the level he is as far as like in life, just in general off of what he's doing like he doesn't have to go kill himself and and it works for him i think it's awesome he's a genius businessman and i think that anyone who talks crap on that is just jealous that they have to work so much harder in whatever aspect of life that they do i don't think bike parts should classify you as a versatile rider like riding trails with a free coaster i shouldn't have read that sorry I'm jealous. Dude, I'm jealous too. <laughs> if I could just go and do the most simple tricks in a video and and that's ha- and that's go all over the world just having to do those, I wouldn't. I would still obviously want to do all of the super hard stuff that I always do on a regular basis because I feel like I have to just because I want to. I would still do all of that, but if my bare minimum would could be that why wouldn't you want that who doesn't want to want to get paid to ride though beats factory work i think that people who complain about people making money from bmx and whatnot have their own issues if they don't want to be happy for someone for making something out of themselves or being successful through bmx then They've got their own issues. we used to get drunk and ride in the forest all night is that badass enough <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty badass. I think selling out is promoting a part for others bikes you would never use on your own. Well then there are hundreds of sellout professional BMX riders because I can promise you that there are riders who talk crap about their bikes and are not and are breaking bikes that they are promoting on their Instagrams constantly be like the bum fights guy and sell anything i don't know who that is but that sounds funny agree with you about nigel man he has a great balance of bmx and business and makes it work montana ricky can do it all I would say that what Montana Ricky does is absolutely fly land. I haven't seen him ride a vert ramp, but he can do all of the other stuff. Um, I think one thing we haven't considered as well in the Nigel conversation or selling out conversation is the silent majority. And this is another live stream thing to talk about is the, uh, the silent majority exists. I would I say that the majority of people either don't care or don't care enough to comment on things. So what you're seeing is that most of the people who are saying stuff are the ones who have a strong opinion about it. But the majority of people either just don't care enough to say anything. We have definitely gotten off topic but i feel like we've kind of answered things so if you're still here and you're watching in the future right now you haven't left a comment yet about your thoughts on this please leave it below or don't believe that their view is going to matter absolutely right i always have my bike set up to ride everything but i ride park 95 percent of the time i mean truly though like yes we know certain geometry is better for certain things But you can ride your bike as long as you have, as long as you have pegs and brakes, you can ride flatland or you can ride anything. You can ride any type of discipline, but if you're brakeless with no pegs, then it's kind of hard to, uh, ride everything because it's hard to ride flatland without pegs at all dude is that a park tool beanie actually is that a prac tool beanie i mean no it's a park tool beanie (laughs) there you go uh anyways i was i was saying if you're watching this in the future and you haven't left a comment yet please do it chad curly can do just about anything i think that a lot of those guys the flatland type of riding that they can do that's not your typical flatland riding could still be considered flatland and maybe we need more people who just do crazy stuff on the ground like Montana Ricky and stuff like what Chad Curly can do uh maybe we need more of those people entering flatland contests just to prove a point that it doesn't it's not a specific way or we need people like Trevor who are If you guys don't know who Trevor is, just watch a few of my recent videos. You'll see Trevor in at least one of them. But you have someone like him who integrates a flatland combo into his park contest run. Stuff like that. I think it's awesome some people can earn a living riding. I just think it sucks you can't make it riding without all the side hustles to earn a good living. You're right, but BMX is in a place right now where you have to have your side hustle because there's so many people out there who are willing to do it for free that a bike rider is devalued and the bmx isn't big enough to get reach into the mainstream and get into the pockets of huge name companies like it used to be there is a lot of there's a lot of things that add up to make it so people can't make a good living riding bmx and I guess it is what it is Jeff says dude on SM rides flat no pegs no brakes that is crazy he is probably one of very few who do that everybody loves Trevor I was offering offered sponsorship to race but I chose martial arts instead that's interesting the race world is totally different so I've heard I've heard that it's a lot worse Dustin Reese rules for sure. Well, we're 42 minutes into this one. I think we've talked about everything that we need to. What do you guys think? Does the all-around BMX rider still exist? Good talking, man. Take care. Thank you. It's been a good live stream. Under thirty, no. Trevor's under thirty, and he'll ride anything. I think that all-around riders absolutely exist. It's just you can't, uh, you can't limit or if you put a cap or a cap if you put a minimum on their skill level of course you can say that no all-around riders don't exist anymore but if you don't put a limit or a minimum on how good someone has to be at something then they absolutely do exist i'm yes we do we're all around you see i think all-around riders absolutely exist and definitely under 30 i would consider myself an all-around rider because i'm willing to ride a vert ramp i'm willing to try flatland i'm obviously i ride parks, street and flat or trails but when it comes to a high level of all those things then i don't know uh let's see someone asked if how many of you live near good trails i live near good trails Figure out how to build space-age safety gear. That would be cool. Is there anything you guys want to talk about? I think I'll cut this off at one hour deep if we keep talking. Bring me with you Tuesday, Dustin. Unfortunately, I won't be able to make it out to the kitchen on Tuesday. I had to, I'll just say it on the live stream, I had to pick up a second part time gig to pay my bills. You didn't put Mega Ramp into the mix. I don't think that Mega Ramp is a. Uh, I don't think that mega ramp is considered a discipline if mega ramp is in morgan wade is the winner absolutely morgan wade's a winner regardless i don't think the mega ramp is its own like discipline of bmx riding but maybe it is because vert is maybe it is mega ramp is for crazy people there you go mega ramp BMX. all of normal bmx is here okay vert is a little bit higher then Mega Ramp is like twice as high as Vert. Long Island trails keep getting bulldozed. That's not fun. Tuesdays are a bad day for travel. <laughs> if it's in the X games, it's in. <clears throat> well, there is no Flatland X games anymore. They don't have dirt either do they everyone agrees that mega ramp equals crazy people I 100% would agree with that mega ramp is the one percent yes just yes I mean how many dudes are getting into riding the mega ramp x games have dirt they do I don't remember there should be a trail discipline in contest like real trails i agree <clears throat> <sighs> man hey while we got a we gotta dip in uh, things to talk about thank you guys for hanging out this is sick you were choosing to spend your time hanging out in this live stream chat yeah x games dirt and trails are totally different they tried trails in comps it wasn't tv friendly yeah because people aren't going huge and i mean they might go huge but they're not doing flip whip crazy stuff in a transfer that is technically hard and would give you points for trails contests this is that's a good title for this it's a forum that's exactly what i want it to be in the comments when these videos go live just because the conversation is awesome and having it there for anyone to go back on and watch and listen to is even better it's what we need x games dirt is crazy as well look back 10 15 years ago most folks could hit that now it's insane absolutely look at the toyota triple challenge dirt jumps they're like so freakishly insane that it takes like you have to you gotta have balls to hit those jumps and to see the stuff that they're trying on those giant dirt jumps it's insane glad i got on this before it was over great subject matter me thank you ryan williams what about ryan williams i wish i had a vert ramp that wasn't three hours away yep i'm in the same boat closest vert ramp would be ollies or i think they built one at modern skate park in michigan which is like two and a half hours It's my birthday today. Is it? Happy birthday, Dakota. Woodward is closest for you. You got like, that's two vert ramps for you that are close or the closest. You got options. (laughs) Closest vert ramp is 20 minutes. I don't touch it. I don't blame you. The dirt comps that we have now are a combo of dirt jumping and trails. The first X Games dirt comp was one set of doubles. That's interesting. Mega ramp is actually fun to ride. I've ridden it a few times at Woodward West. It's intimidating when you look at it. Yeah, it's extremely intimidating when you look at it. I wouldn't even hit the mini mega at Woodward East. That is. That's crazy stuff. My closest park is nothing but 12 foot oververt with massive coping. It's scary. That does sound scary. The most insane dirt jump contest was the battle at the Belmore FBM one jump just huck it. I love those one jump just huck it contests, but these toyota triple challenge contests and even some a little bit the x games dirt type stuff is like the jumps are so crazy that you have to focus on just getting over it enough or as much as you're focusing on the tricks and i think that makes it harder to do the craziest stuff you possibly can i've never ridden vert never even had the opportunity in 30 years i don't think you're probably missing out on much because it's so scary all right i think we're going to wrap this one up if you are watching this in the future i'm going to say it again if you haven't left a comment leave a comment please join the conversation i think that this is stuff that needs to be talked about and having conversation with fellow bmx riders is just awesome and it's always productive Also, a lot of new skate park bowl contests are incorporating vert with the park style course mentality that vert and park will blend with that trail dig style of flow. You're right. Should do that. Apple Creek Wonder Jump it, Potentially. All right. Thank you guys all for hanging out. Seriously. Thank you for choosing to spend your time hanging out with me and chatting about BMX. I'm going to do another one of these probably Thursday night. Not sure what we should do yet, so leave me some comments about what we should talk about in the future if you have any topic ideas. Don't do it in the live stream because I won't be able to see it. Leave a comment when this goes live if you have any ideas for things to talk about. With that being said, thank you again for hanging out and uh, 20% crew. There you go. We got people talking about the 20%. If you're one of them let me know in your comment that you leave about whether or not all-around riders still exist in bmx we'll see you guys tomorrow for another video that i actually already have edited i hope you enjoy it and i hope that you guys have a great day see ya oh yeah and if you're not subscribed subscribe